Welcome to In The Gap, the podcast for fans by fans. Today, I'll be joined by my friend Chris Burns. He's from he's a friend from high school. Um, he has extensive baseball knowledge. We played baseball together in high school, and we talk every day about baseball. Um, I respect his knowledge, and I think it's great insight that he gives. Uh, we'll be talking about the start of the Major League uh, Baseball 2020 season after it was delayed due to the coronavirus. Uh, minor League Baseball's compensation plan for its players because they will not have a season. And we'll give some predictions for when the season does start. Let's get into the episode. All right, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is the, uh, the possibilities of MLB restarting their season. Um, the latest proposal was the three divisions um, out of the region-based um, settings. So, like, the Yankees and Mets would be in the same division. The Los Angeles teams would be in the same division. But that's not, like, typically how it goes. Like, they usually have separated American League, National League. feeling about that one? I really like that one, actually, because it <clears throat> realistically, it makes the most sense because at first they wanted to do everyone playing in Arizona, but, like, that really doesn't make sense because think of it for like a guy like uh like Garrett Cole. He's having a kid soon, like in June, I think. Mm-hmm. And he would ha- that means he would have to be away from his family for all that time. But now he gets to stay home, be with his family, you know. And it's just like it, like it'll make the crosstown rivalries more intense. Like you said, the Yankees, the Mets, the Angels, the Dodgers. They'll actually be playing meaningful games down the stretch, like. When was the last time the Yankees and Mets played a meaningful game that actually was meant something? Probably like the World Series in two thousand, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's never in a regular season. And yeah. Would, uh, so very interesting. Yeah, and, I think that'll be good for at least for this year, and I don't know for the future. See what happens with this. Yeah, and they would probably expand the playoffs. Probably fourteen teams. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that part yet, though, because then you get teams that are under five hundred coming in. But I don't know. Yeah, I think they're really looking at it, though, as, like, you might have a more balanced league because teams are playing – it's going to be 100 games as opposed to 162. But you got teams playing more opponents regularly, so maybe the games would balance out and you get more balanced records coming into the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good point. So they'd want to reward teams for winning more games. but Yeah. No, I mean, I think you're right about the Arizona thing. I think that's tough. Like, you, uh, Garrett Cole, but they also had Trout speaking out on it, and he's also expecting a kid. And if your best player is not on board, then um, that's just yeah, – that, that's a cause for disaster right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, like they were talking about Arizona and Florida, Arizona and Texas, but I think I think this yeah, is the best. You know, everyone can stay home and everyone can be kind of normalized. With their yeah, own and it makes it, it makes it interesting. Definitely, yeah. It provides more, you know, just more of a competitive balance, I think. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's definitely the best option. Um, but, you know, it would just suck with no fans being in the stands, you know. Like, the Yankees are uh, playing yeah. at home, but we can't go watch them. Yeah, that takes out a big part of it. Because, like, say, like, in the playoffs, the Yankees always have that edge because the fans are so crazy. But they say it's that 10th man on the field, but they won't have that edge anymore. No. Nah. No, it gets wild during the playoffs. I remember all the games. They just – no, it would not be the same. It wouldn't be. Um, The only time I've ever watched the game without fans would have to be, like, during the Baltimore riots a couple years ago when the Orioles played in front of an empty stadium. And that was just eerie, man. That was weird, yeah. You can hear, like, the ball echo. 
off the yeah. bat. It was just weird. And, uh, and there's just no reaction. It's all the players' fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so with this plan, they would probably expand the rosters. Um, how many players are you thinking that they'd get? Uh, what is it right now? Like 26, right? They just changed it? They just changed it to 26. So it was originally 25. Now it's 26. But with this shortened season being 100 games, they're going to give them more players. I think they could go to like 30, 35 maybe. Because what is September? What's up? Because in September they expand the rosters to let them – because the minor league seasons are finishing in September, so they let them bring up players in September. Yeah. How many many is that? Like how many is it usually? Yeah. I think it's usually 40. 40. Or is it? It's something like that. I don't know if it's, it might be around 30, honestly. Yeah. Maybe and I think we just changed it to like 28. Like only two extra guys. Okay. But I think they'll definitely expand on that because guys aren't like the, like we're going to talk about the minor league might be canceled. Yeah. So guys aren't going to be playing. So they have to bring some guys up. And there's always that those guys that get sent from AAA to the majors back and forth, back and forth. Spot starts. You know, so I think they'll have room for more people on the rosters and like so the guys stay fresh just in case, you know. Switch gears a little bit, talking about the minor league baseball. Their season got canceled. Um, they're done. So they're gonna Is it official? That's what it is, yeah. They uh Manfred wow. said no minor league season, so they're gonna. They've been compensating them, and they're gonna compensate them the rest of this month with pay, um, because they're not playing, and you know they don't make a lot of money to begin with, and because they're not under major league baseball contracts, minor league baseball can't afford to pay them, so they'd be giving them four hundred dollars a week, um, and they'd be giving them like the developmental league in Florida out of the spring training stadiums. Um, how do you feel about that one? I'm not a big fan about that one just because there's so many guys that aren't going to be playing baseball now. Like there's so many young guys that aren't going to be developing like the way they should and they're missing out. Yeah. They can still train. I mean, like say off season now, but they're still not going to have that edge of seeing pitching or seeing a live batter Mm -hmm. and being able to develop properly. But I don't know. How do you think they would work in the development league? I mean, I would think it would have to be similar to what they're going to do for the expansions. Um, give them 40 guys um, or however many you want, I guess. You know, maybe you could rotate players out, you know, give everybody a chance. Maybe do week on, week off. Um, because I feel like they want to give guys as many opportunities as they can. Because like you said, they're not going to be seeing pitching. They're not going to be seeing live games or live balls. So it's tough to get them the reps and like you said they can train and they can do whatever they want but there's nothing like actually seeing it happen in the game yeah how do you and think like, no, uh, how do you think they'll do like a like a young guy like jason dominguez he's 17 how, how do you think he'll be in the development league he could be with like 22 year olds 23 that's just yeah definitely i don't think that he's could mess up his development yet Look, I don't. I think that it's it's still a season, and you still have to go for the win. Like, there's no like, uh, let's use this to develop guys. No, it's cutthroat. Let's go. We got to win. Bring up everybody that can help us win, and let's go for it. Um, yeah, send that's him true. to the developmental league, and when he's ready in two, three years, bring him up. Yeah. Um, 
No, but like we talked about the other day, like Fanty and um, O'Hop, they're going to kind of be on the the low man on the totem pole here, you know, being in the lower levels and trying to squeeze their way into this if they're even allowed to. Yeah. I don't really know the details on that, but but on the opposite end, it could it could open up something for a guy like uh, Matt Reistetter, um guy that we know, um, catcher for the Nationals. He could uh, he could possibly be getting a shot. He's the fourth catcher on that in that organization. So yeah, if someone gets hurt, pull him up. Yeah, especially with the expanded rosters, they're going to be catching. They're going to be carrying three to four catchers. Yeah. That could be huge. All right, so let's just uh, – we'll wrap this up quick. Um, so what do you think about the season? Who who you liking to be there in the end? And who you liking to have some big years? I mean, I got to say the Yankees win it all. You just – you got to say it. Yeah. You can't go anyone else. Come on. No, you can't. But uh, for my AL MVP, I love to say Judge or Glaber. But how could you not say Mike Trout? Yeah, that's the, that's the easy pick. You got to go with him. Yeah. But Cy Young, I'm going with Garrett Cole. Okay. He's going to have that offense. He's rested now. At least he's not going to have that World Series hangover. And uh, rookie of the year, Jesus Lazardo. I watched that dude pitch in the playoffs. I forget when, but he was great. He came in and I was like, dude, who is this? This guy's throwing 99 with nasty sliders. What team is he on? The A's. He's a pitcher. The A's. Lefty. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's definitely a good pick. I could definitely see that. And so, then what about National League? So I got Acuna winning the MVP. I got your boy. That boy. Because he's just a stud. He almost got five. It was, it was between him and Soto. It's tough, but I think Acuna's he, got him. He almost had a 40-40 season, 40 homers, 40 stolen bases. He probably would have had it if he didn't get hurt, too. That, yeah, that would have been a lock for that. Mm-hmm. For the MVP last year. But. Cy Young, I could go DeGrom. But I'm going to go Walker Buehler just because the Dodgers are crazy lineup and they're going to give him run support. He's going to get a lot of wins, and he's a stud anyway. Yeah. And a three-peat yeah. Cy Young would be tough, you know? Yeah. Now, you think Walker Buehler pitches with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, too, after that early exit in the playoffs last year? Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay. And then Rookie of the Year, I got a sleeper. I got Carter Keyboom for the Nationals. Mm. Third like base, that. Third base wide open. No one's going to expect him to step up. Yep, Rendon's gone. Yep. You lost that National League MVP. You got to you gotta have a step up. The only thing I could see is is him, is Rendon being the MVP, leaving. <laughs> could feel the pressure a little bit, maybe. Yeah, um, is it going to be like a stepping into his shoes and trying to fill those shoes? But We'll see. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of In the Gap. And thank you for Chris for joining me and giving great insight. Uh, Hope you guys come back and listen again. And I'll catch you on the next episode.